relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. forth upon this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. The world will little note or long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. What your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I can hear you, the rest of the world hears you, and the people... is America First with Sebastian Gorka. Welcome, dear friends. We have made it through the wonders of technology. We are broadcasting live from Vegas, from the biggest gun convocation of its type in the known universe. It's called SHOT Show for people like me. It's like a kid in a candy store that's 18 miles long, and it's just so much fun. And who do we have on the show? Who better to open our show today, America First, across the nation, 300 stations, 3.5 million listeners, is a guy who just kind of casually texted me a few days ago. And I said, hey, you're going to be at shot? And he said, yes. You may have heard of him. His name is Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle, welcome to America First. Sebastian, thank you for having me. All right, so have you done this before? Have you been at shot? No, this is my first year here. I'm excited to be here. A lot of great people, a lot of great industries out here. I'm actually here with National Association for Gun Rights. And we only opened the show today. They had what they call the media day yesterday where people like me and you can go and shoot stuff at a range. Today, the big actual exhibition opened. Have you had time to look around? Did you see anything cool, anything exciting that catches your fancy? Um, I've been to a couple booths so far. I was hanging out at Safariland. They have some new holsters uh, that just came out. They look really cool. All right. Safariland are a legend in the industry. I might have to make time for that after the show. After the show. Don't go anywhere today. You've got to catch all three hours of America first. So let's talk about um, why you texted me. I think it was like two days before the show. You just sent me a tweet you sent out. Everybody follow Kyle on Twitter. Follow his new YouTube channel. And also because and this, if you find it hard to believe... Look it up for yourself because it's a fact. Kyle, despite being declared by a jury of his peers absolutely innocent, a man who simply defended himself, is now being sued by one of the families of the men who attacked him. 
So he has a give, send, go, give, send, go, uh, dash, Carl Rittenhouse. So please support Carl. But uh, in the last few days, you were slated to speak at a couple of events as the you know, new media personality you are. What happened to those engagements, Kyle? So I was uh, supposed to be giving a speech at uh, Southern Pub Brewery with Defiance Press, and they booted us because the woke mob found out I posted about it. I tried to promote it to get people to come and hear about censorship and the Second Amendment. And they didn't like that. They bent to the woke mob, and they said, we're canceling this event. Thank goodness we were able to reschedule. It's now going to be at Lone Star Convention Center in Conroe, Texas, where you can come and watch me speak. But just recently, as of this morning, the Oak Room at the Ventian um, canceled us and bent to the woke mob saying, we aren't going to host you guys anymore. So you can go to NAGR booth. I'm not sure on the time. I think I'm going to post that on Twitter and... Um, RSVP to come to our next place. So you're meant to be speaking on an event about censorship and the Second Amendment, and the hosts cancel the event, correct? The venue cancels the event about censorship. Censorship in itself, and they said they are apolitical, but after doing a dive into their social media, they've hosted pride parades, they've had political events there. It's just because of my name and... They're just being unfair and biased. So if you had gone there to, like, have a drag queen story hour or a pride event, well, you'd probably be you'll be fine. Yeah, that'd okay. be okay. So, so let, let, let's talk about the, the bigger picture here because now that you're more active on social media, you've got your YouTube channel, I love seeing, now that Elon's kind of fixed stuff quite significantly at Twitter, I see your posts come up on my feed all the time. I will say, though, Yeah. I will say, though... I've noticed a little bit of a censorship just in the past couple of days on Twitter. I don't know if it's censorship or I don't know if, like, people are getting bored of Twitter or people are getting kicked what, off. What are you seeing? I'm not seeing as many conservative posts on Twitter. I don't know if you've been noticing that. But- I've heard people say that in the last two days. I haven't seen it, but I've heard people complain. I did a poll on Instagram, and I've gotten several hundred DMs saying that they aren't seeing a lot of my stuff. They have to search my name to find it. So I'm not sure on what that is. Elon, are you listening? What's going on? I know you're a busy guy. I know you're going to Mars and all that stuff and Tesla. But yeah, we need to make sure that things are working as you intended them to function on Twitter. So uh, for some reason, I'm still seeing your posts. And there's a thread, there's a kind of theme to so many of them, because you talk about the Second Amendment, you talk about your events, you talk about Twitter, give, send, go, the you know, assaults on you. But most of the posts, as I see them, as the algorithm puts them on my feed, it's something from the Bible, it's something about never giving up, about standing tall, standing strong. Talk to, talk to us about why you think it's important to make those statements. You stood up, you fought the good fight, you won, you were vindicated, but you haven't let that disappear, and you're sending these messages out to all your followers. Tell us why that's so important for you. Well, absolutely. It's so important important to me to talk about the Bible and to post Bible verses because somebody may, may be having a bad day, and it may lift somebody up. Somebody may need to read that and to be a good witness to others and to also talk about my story and the right to self-defense and other things going on, to talk about censorship, to talk about people having to defend themselves, to talk about the crisis going on in America with Planned Parenthood and what they're doing and killing our babies, to talk about things like that. 
Will you give us, I want everybody to go and you know, follow you and to go to these events. Give us a little bit of a tease. When, when, you, when you have these new locations, these new venues that aren't woke, what kinds of things are you going to be telling the people who come to your events, Kyle? Well, I want to talk about Second Amendment. I want to talk about what's going on in Illinois with the assault rifle ban, what's going on in Colorado, how in Illinois, they thank goodness there's about 78 police departments, from what I read, um, sheriff departments that are refusing to enforce the assault, assault rifle ban. What's well, funny, because an AR-15 is not even an assault rifle, but it's ridiculous. These states are passing these laws, and law-abiding citizens are no longer to, able to use an AR-15 to defend themselves. An AR-15 saved my life. Yeah, and, and not only that, if you look at what happened in Maryland, Maryland right now, which you know lost the court cases, had to make a shall-issue uh, concealed carry permit so that had an explosion. We've got the figures yesterday, Jeff. It went from like 12,000 to 60,000 concealed carry permits in the last year. Now they brought legislation to make it that if you are within a, you know, 100 feet of a public building, meaning any building, you can't use your concealed carry permit. So they're doing end runs around the Constitution. Um, explain to those, what message would you have? Because we've got like 34, 35 million new gun owners in America in the last three years. I think some of it is connected with COVID, but our family, like the people coming here, is massively expanded. What would you say to people who are new to this family of the Second Amendment and guns? Well, if you think about it, so everybody's buying these new firearms now, but the, there's people pushing to get these revoked. There are people's buying firearms because they know four, five, six years down the road, we may not be able to purchase an AR-15, a pistol. We may not be able to go and buy a shotgun. So people are worried that their rights are going to be taken away, and they want, they don't they don't want to be naked and not have anything to protect themselves, if that makes sense. Oh, utterly. As, as far as I'm concerned, it is the civil right, and I see the Second Amendment as a civil right that makes all the others possible. By the way, I mentioned it last time you were on the show. I'm going to mention it again. If you haven't seen what this young man did with not a lot of firearms training, you admitted it last time, what you did in Kenosha, when, when three guys were coming at you, one guy had a Glock pointed at your head, it was a little bit like John Wick. I mean, your, your gun handling was so on point. You defended yourself. So uh, I, I salute you again for what you did, especially in the courtroom afterwards. How old are you, Kyle? I just turned 20. 20. Incredible. You've got a great future ahead of you. Give, send, go, slash Carl Rittenhouse, YouTube channel, Twitter channel. Follow him right now. He is going to be one of the most important spokesmen for the Second Amendment and for the whole industry. God bless you, Carl. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, I'm Sebastian Gorka. We have just started. We have an absolutely packed lineup for you live from the Strip in Vegas at SHOT Show at the biggest complication of its kind. Don't miss a millisecond of America First. Go to Spotify, plug in. My name's Sebastian Gorka, America First. Subscribe. It's absolutely free. Leave us a five-star review. Share the links with your friends because we have a republic to save. We'll be back after these messages. Whether it's the regular Hellcat or whether it's the compensated RDP with that miniature red dot, I love them all. How did it take so long to invent a factory compensated subcompact 9mm? Well, guess what? Springfield did it, and I'm a huge fan, and I'm Sebastian Gorka. 
The Hellcat from Springfield Armory is still the smallest, highest capacity micro compact in the world. Available in standard or optics ready configurations, the class leading capacity of the Hellcat gives you 11 plus 1 with the standard magazine and 13 plus 1 with the included extended mag. The definitive concealed carry pistol is here. The Hellcat from Springfield Armory gives you the capacity to defend. The most awesome voice in talk radio. No, not me, Dr. G. So why do we come here? Why do we do this? We schlep. I don't schlep. Jeff schleps all the gear across the country. We sit in coach for five and a half hours because we love to fly on Southwest. I'm never flying on Southwest again, guys. We do this because we're broadcasting and then, oh, yeah, Eric Trump walks by. How are you, my <laughs> friend? To see you. Well, I know you're a shooter. Oh, totally. If, if I'm not working, that's all I do. It's good to be a shot show. So have you done this before? Many times. All right. Many times. So uh, I know your brother's a big hunter, yeah. right? What kind? What, what, what Second Amendment thing are you into? Uh, every Second Amendment thing. If it, if it flies through the air, I love it. I, I grew up doing a lot of competitive shotgun, competitive rifle, uh, long-range stuff. I'm a, I'm a nut. If I'm, not, if I'm not working, I'm shooting. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's a long-range rifle, shotgun, pistol, carbine, he is black powder. We've got to get him bow. on Friday for the second. Bullshit. And I, I, I love, I love hunting. See, that, that, that I can't do that. I, I've been shooting since I was a kid. Well, it's an English thing. You, you guys, no, you guys, but the level of skill. You no, know, but you guys, gun is easy. You the guys gun is easy. never run around the, the woods with bows. They don't, they don't have that over there. Well, we got the long bow. That's a little long tough. Bow, long, long bow, long bow. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I got to ask you, if long range, if you're into long range, yeah. um, I'm pretty good, but I'm old school because in the army I used the 308, right, yep. 762. Somebody sent me a, a 6.5 Creedmoor. Great. What do you like? What when, when it comes to ballistic coefficient, yeah. you like Wildcats? What are you doing? So I do a lot of Wildcats. wildcats. I, lo- I load for over 100 calibers. It's something that very few people know about a Trump, but I love the 6 millimeters. So I shoot a lot of the 6 Dashers, 6 GTs. Because it's more stable? No, I just like them. I mean, they're, they're low ro- recoil. They, yes. you know, they, they, they fly really, really well. Uh, they're fantastic. I have to, you know, 1,200 yards. I, I, I just I love the 6 millimeters. I, now I shoot everything, right? I shoot everything from 14 calibers to, to Shytax to 50 cals um, and everything in between. And uh, but I always love. You shoot this thing. There's something called BTE. They make these kind of custom ARs that have MAGA yeah, connections. Have you ever shot one of those? Yeah, the BTE guys are the greatest guys in the world. <laughs> a guy named George. He makes George. Cr- crouch down here, here between us. Crouch down here between us. Let's get him on. Photobomb us live in front of three yeah. million people. That's right. You sent me a MAGA nine mil AR. Yeah. Special gold kind of uh, titanium accents. Absolutely. T- t- tell all of our listeners why you did so, that. Well, you know what I did. It. First of all, we appreciate what you do, the support you give for the MAGA movement, the Trump family, uh, the Second Amendment, you know, just conservatism in general. It's great to see somebody that comes here from another country and appreciates our, our freedoms that we have that so many have fought and died for. So I just that was my way of using my ability, my craft, to say thank you. I, I was inspired by Eric's dad's book, uh, The Art of the Deal, in 1987. He wrote it. And, and in the, at the end of the book, he says... What's next for Donald Trump? He says, I'm going to use my skill, my ability, my craft to give back to a nation that's been so great for me. And he did it, and he's back. I was at Mar-a-Lago when, we, when he announced, we are so excited. He's declared war in the deep state again. Can I ask you one favor? Tell me. Will you tell your dad? Thanks. I will. And thanks will. to you. Thanks to Don. Thanks to everybody who keeps on fighting. What a great day. Eric Trump. My Whoever thought I would see you here? We used to see each other in D.C. Crazy. We see each other all over well, the Well, this is where we should be all the time. By the way, 100%. This is a lot more fun. So. God bless. See you guys in 10 minutes. Stay on this channel.
MyPillow is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. You all have helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, my buddy, the inventor and CEO, wants to give back to my listeners. The Percal bedsheet set is available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're on sale. For example, the queen size is regularly $89.98, but now for you, just $39.98 with your listener promo. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percal sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. They come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. It's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-829-8468, promo code Gorka, or just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio list of square, and plug in G-O-R-K-A. That's 1-800-829-8468, or MyPillow.com, code Gorka. You are listening to America First with Sebastian Gorka, former strategist to President Donald J. Trump. Welcome back, dear friends. We are coming to you live from SHOT Show, the largest Second Amendment gun event convocation of its kind on the planet. 18 miles, 18 miles of uh, exhibition space here on the Strip in Vegas. Uh, so superb to just have guests walk by and come on the show like Eric Trump. Wasn't that fun? But let's get back to business. Let's get back to saving Western civilization and the Constitution in America. One of the most sagacious, wisest individuals on matters political and the Republic's founding principles is, of course, the former Speaker of the House who, well, I don't think it's both barrels of the shotgun he blasted. I think he he had a howder pistol uh, and he had them in each hand and he took... No prisoners. Newt Gingrich on the ever, ever expanding Biden classified material scandal. It's not about Biden. It's about a much deeper establishment, which has grown very sick and very corrupt uh, and which is a threat to the very survival of freedom in this country in ways we can't even begin to imagine. It includes partly business community leaders, includes partly the news media. It certainly includes large parts of the academic world who've taken money from various dictatorships and then hidden it and lied about it. And in this particular case, maybe we finally reached the ultimate apex of this. We now have a president of the United States who, for all practical purposes, runs a criminal family. His two brothers, his son. There's no other reasonable behavior that explains it, except they were all selling influence and he knew it and he personally profited from it. A criminal cartel uh, profiting the current incumbent of the White House. That's quite a statement from uh, Speaker Gingrich. Let's ask for reaction. One of our most sagacious regular guests on the show, Lord Conrad Black. Lord Black, welcome back to America First. Thank you very much, Sebastian. Glad to be with you, and especially at the show you're at at Las Vegas, where a company I'm associated with is an exhibitor. Oh, I will have to find out which one in the break, and then we will make an appearance at their booth. Lord Black, are you, surprised by the, uh, are you surprised by the robustness of uh, Newt Gingrich's uh, analysis of this latest scandal? No, uh, not surprised. I, I, he goes a little farther than I would for this reason, that 
I, you know, I, I followed this as best I can, and, and the, the, the conduct of the Biden family in the matter that, that Newt refers to uh, is very tawdry and, and very distasteful. Uh, and it, it seems to me it must in some respects be illegal, not necessarily illegal by the current president, but by, by some of his family members, uh, and, and possibly by him. But where I would carve, not, not an exception, but I just make a point, is that as far as I can see, there is no evidence that U.S. government policy was ever modified in response to money paid to members of the Biden family. So I, 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 don't, I don't think we want to incite the allegation that they've been taking bribes and, and um, corruptly abusing their, uh, the present president's consecutive positions in government because of the bribes they've received. Uh, but on the other hand, it seems to me that they have all lied about the nature of this. I would be astounded if it had been reported correctly in tax uh, terms and, and, and or in terms of registering as agents for a foreign country. I think it's been an outright sale of access and influence uh, and is a very tawdry and frankly disgraceful arrangement. But uh, whether I would go quite as far as Newt and say that it, it, it's a criminal family and a criminal operation, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I think we should stick to the practice of giving people a benefit of the doubt before convicting them of crimes, but I think we can convict them of dishonesty and tawdriness and conduct completely inappropriate to the great offices that Joe Biden has held. To, to quote, uh, to make an analogy uh, to a comment from a great American jurist, um, justice must not simply be done, justice must seem to be done as well. Even if we can't demonstrate uh, an actual change in U.S. government policy to Ukraine or China based upon some handout and some corruption, does it not, is it not adequate enough that we know, for example, that an individual with no background in Asia, no background in venture capital or banking, travels on Air Force Two with his then father, the vice president, to China and gets a $1.4 billion deal from the National Bank of Communist China with no credentials to do so. Is that not in and of itself a disqualifying event for the whole family politically? I would say it is. I, I'm, I, I'm not convinced it's a crime. Uh, and as I say, I would give anyone the benefit of the doubt uh, un until they're proved guilty of crimes. But, uh, yeah, but in the terms you're speaking of, I agree absolutely with you and Newt. It completely disqualifies them, in my opinion, from the current president holding the position he does. It's, it's conduct absolutely incompatible with the holder of such a great office, including uh, also the previous offices he held as vice president and as U.S. senator and committee chairman. And, and um, in addition to that, I just make the point, I think that the, this isn't so much uh, foreign governments giving bribes to the Bidens. Uh, it is, in my opinion, the Bidens hosing foreign governments out of their underclothing and convincing them that paying the Bidens was going to get them anywhere. I don't think Joe Biden is taken, I mean, obviously, now that he's president, he has the ability to do all kinds of things. But prior to this, I don't think he was taken seriously enough 
to be adequately influential to change government policy in ways that would have been useful to Ukraine or China or other countries. Uh, so I think, in a sense, he outsmarted them, but it is still conduct totally inappropriate to the, to the high public offices that he has held. And, and, and it is absolutely germane to his qualification to, you know, to, to, to be the president. I, it, I think it's, a, it's the shabbiest and most disgraceful thing that I can remember afflicting any president in my lifetime. Certainly nothing that Mr. Nixon did, which was merely a series of mistakes, was remotely as distasteful as this. We'll talk about your latest piece for the New York Sun, where you, you make the connection back to the period of the Vietnam War and to President Nixon in our next segment. But in the meantime, uh, Lord Black, uh, do you have any theory, any supposition? Because the, the way this ha has unfolded is very strange. They have the first report about the, the Penn office with the closet of top uh, secret uh, information. My producer said, well, they, they probably leaked this now uh, because it's enough in advance of the next election to make it a kind of yawn yawn story two years from now but in the preceding 48 hours that story became the documents in the garage the documents in the private office so on and on and on as if it were a concerted effort is it possible is it plausible that the perhaps the albatross that is joe biden is now being jettisoned by the left itself uh, not necessarily the left, but by the powers that be in the Democratic Party, yes, yes I would say yes. so. I think that is distinctly possible. Uh, my, I mean, I don't want to put on the airs of having any connection whatever to, to the present Democratic Party. I've been somewhat friendly with some Democratic, Democratic leaders in the past, but I don't know anyone in this administration. So all I have is rank surmise and what you know my well-informed friends in Washington, like yourself, tell me. But uh, it seems to me that one of two things is happening: either they're cranking up to take another shot at, at Donald Trump and are putting on this this uh, this uh, uh, front, this facade of bipartisanship, equal opportunity, special prosecutors, uh, or, uh, and, and I think this is perhaps more likely, um, the powers that be in the Democratic Party uh, realize that, uh, that they're going to have to do better than Joe Biden in 2024, and since he seems not to be taking the hint, they're going to help grease the rails for him a bit. All right, we shall see. I'm sure there is more to be revealed imminently as the story continues to be dripped out. What is the historic context, the comparison to the Nixon era and Vietnam? That is our topic next with our special guest, Lord Conrad Black, the author of Donald J. Trump, A President Like No Other, co-host of the superb podcast Scholars in Sense with Victor Davis Hanson and Bill Bennett. Follow him at CM Black on Twitter. The website is CM Black. I'm Sebastian Gorka coming to you live from the Vegas Strip, from SHOT Show, from our mobile relieffactor.com studios. If you enjoy the show, never miss any of our one-on-ones. Go right now to Spotify. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. It's absolutely free to subscribe. Leave us a five-star review if you would. It helps with those dastardly algorithms and share the links with your friends. And don't forget, if you're America First, well, you've got to wear your America First values with pride. Go to our store, sebgorkastore.com. Everything made in America, nothing made in China, just go today. S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A store.com. We'll be back with Lord Black momentarily.
is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. On the side of the U.S. Constitution, America first. Yes, indeed, we are back. Welcome, dear friends. You know all about how the woke activists seize control of America's schools. Now a group of investment firms that Americans entrust with their pensions and retirements are playing woke politics with their money, without their knowledge or consent. Firms like BlackRock and a few others that control trillions of dollars of our money are using those dollars to advance their woke ideology through a Chinese-style social scoring program called ESG. They claim it promotes corporate responsibility. What they're really doing is using Americans' hard-earned money to finance their political agenda, forcing businesses to comply or else. Some state leaders are fighting back and more are joining, letting firms like BlackRock know they can't play politics with our pensions. They can either do their jobs, maximize returns for shareholders, or get lost. To learn more, check out consumersresearch.org. They've been defending consumers against fraud and abuse for decades and still are. Go to consumersresearch.org to learn more about their mission to protect consumers from woke investment firms like BlackRock. That's consumersresearch.org. Portions of America First are brought to you in part by consumersresearch.org. We are back with our very special regular guest to comment on matters strategic, political, and historic, the author of numerous works, all worth your time. He is, of course, Lord Conrad Black. Lord Black, you have written a piece for the New York Sun, putting the the Biden classified documents uh, scandal into context. Explain to us why you connect it to the Vietnam era and to the Watergate scandal. Well, I, I was expressing my view that I've always, more than 50 years that I've been following Joe Biden as a public figure, uh, almost never agreed with him on anything. And um, and I think that's a view more authoritatively stated by the former defense secretary, Mr. Gates, uh, who, who said that he'd been wrong on every strategic issue throughout his career. But uh, I was particularly referring to a number of things that have caused me over the years to uh, to become somewhat vociferous, but certainly very consistent in my criticism of the incumbent president. And uh, I, I mentioned in the Nixon era, I think his first initiative on being elected to the U.S. Senate in 1972 was to propose a cap on assistance to South Vietnam, 
which uh, eventually was taken up, not at his suggestion, but others two years later, and of course provoked the the uh, occupation of that country by North Vietnam and the flight of over a million people who, who, who risked, in many cases, gave their lives to escape communism and, and was a tragic and unnecessary end to a war to which uh, the United States made a great contribution to conserve the, the 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 population of Vietnam that did not wish to be communist. And I thought I thought for a freshman senator to make such a proposal was absurd. But it was uh, followed by sequels of the same wrongheadedness. I mean, his ideas on Iraq were to break up the country into zones that yes. um, couldn't be administered and would have had no possibility of distributing equitably the oil revenues of the country. I mean, I, 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 I'm just consistently shocked that in the high positions he's held, he doesn't have better judgment. What does it say about America that this is the individual that uh, allegedly uh, 80 million Americans chose as their chief executive? Well, I, I think it has to be elaborated carefully uh, to get the um, relevance of it to the status of the country as a whole. He happened to be the choice, choice alighted upon by the powers that be in the Democratic Party. Yes. They were desperate to get rid of Trump, and they were, in fact, representing the never-Trump faction of the Republicans as well, and had the tacit support of many of them, including highly placed ones. And uh, they couldn't go with Bernie Sanders, because he was too left-wing, and they might not have been able to stuff enough harvested ballots into the right boxes to bring him across the finish line. So they, they settled upon Joe Biden, because there was nobody else around who was adequately comfortable to the Sandersites, but not frightening to the moderate Democratic majority. And so he was a place of convenience. But I don't, I don't think they could possibly have imagined that he had uh, deteriorated as much in his cognitive faculties as he had. And I'm sure, in fairness to the Democratic Party organizers, uh, they, they would have expected him to behave and conduct himself more professionally and effectively than he has. I mean, look, I, I don't like disparaging any elderly person because of declining faculties. Many of us get there eventually, and, and it's a sad thing and not something to be mocked. And I'm not doing it no, in but, a mocking nobody, way. It's just, it's just not adequate to the job he holds. Right, but, 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 but nobody forces them uh, to run for the presidency of the most powerful nation in the world. We only have a couple of minutes left, Lord Black. Uh, you dedicate a large chunk of the article to the special prosecutors. As somebody who... who um, intimately understands the uh, vicissitudes of the judicial system in America. The idea that somebody who is a former mentee of Christopher Wray um, is allegedly now the man who will investigate the Mar-a-Lago raid, what do you think of the whole office of special prosecutor? I think it's an, a, a disgrace, and I think it's always been a disgrace. And everyone who's held it has been a disgrace, at least at the presidential level. Uh, Archibald Cox, Nixon was right to fire him. He was extremely biased. Yes. The one I knew was Ken Starr, and he was the best of them, but even he, I thought, was too zealous. Uh, I thought Mr. Walsh in the in the uh, uh, Iran-Contra thing was, it was an apparently reasonable man who just became a raving lunatic once he got that position. And I, 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 I it's a it's a reprehensible function, and it need not exist. 
and and it is almost always abused. But what we have now is a complete fraud. You know, a joint equal opportunity special prosecutors for potential offenses that don't exist. The the possibility that either president committed crimes over retention of documents. Uh, as president, or in Biden's case, vice president, the chances of it are zero, absolutely zero. And, can, and as far as Trump's I, concerned, I, these are just lies. Can I make one suggestion as to a special prosecutor who served with honor, uh, Joe DeGenoa? Yeah, I, I had forgotten him. Absolutely. The exception Travelgate. makes the rule. A great American. He who investigated the Travelgate scandal and found no crime and therefore said, I will not bring uh, any uh, criminal referrals, the great Joe DeGeneva. As ever, you are right. The exception proves the rule. We've been talking to our regular special guest. He's in a special category all by himself. Lord Conrad Black, author of numerous works, the most recent and most relevant, especially since that announcement in Mar-a-Lago just before Christmas, is Donald J. Trump, a president like no other. Co-host of the podcast Scholars in Sense with Victor Davis Hanson and Bill Bennett. The website is Conrad M. Black. The Twitter handle is Conrad M. Black. Thank you, Lord Black. We will be taking your calls on the special line for you, the most important part of the show. 833-33-GORKA. That's 833-334-6752. Don't forget, we are on social media. You can follow us on Twitter, on Truth Social, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Getter, on Parler. On Telegram. And we're at Televisual Feast as well. You can watch the show at SalemNewsChannel.com. And then most recent of all is the Substack, my personal Substack, SebastianGorka.Substack.com. That is one word. My whole name is one word. SebastianGorka.Substack.com. We're coming to you live from SHOT Show. Let's have another Bond theme. We'll be back in a moment. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.